Dark matter. You know it's missing. Two-thirds plus of the universe can't be found. Well, now a Nobel Prize-winning scientist, Frank Wilczek, thinks he knows what it is. But why has he named the particle after washing up liquid? He's at MIT. Well, axions, I think, are the most promising candidate to supply the dark matter. They have an independent origin. They arose in attempts to understand the funny fact about the physical law is that they look the same if you run them backwards in time to a very good approximation. And that was quite a mystery why that should be true. For a long time, for centuries, it was thought to be an exact property. But then in 1964, Fitch and Cronin and collaborators did experiments that kind of in an obscure corner of physics about the, the decays of K-mesons where they found small, a tiny violation of this. And then it became really embarrassing. Why, why should it be almost true but not quite true? Well, it turns out that in the standard model, once we understood the other interactions on, based on profound principles, that those profound principles put strong constraints on the possible forms of, of interaction. And sort of by accident they enforce time reversal symmetry to a very, very good approximation. Except, there's one exception, there's, there's, there's a possible interaction that would violate time reversal symmetry in a much bigger way than is observed experimentally. So that has led some of us to propose that we need to augment the standard model with an additional principle and then some of us realized, uh, Steve Weinberg and me basically, that this proposal, when you worked it out, does predict the existence of a new kind of particle with remarkable properties. That's the axion, which I named after a laundry detergent because it cleans up a problem. Cleans <laughs> it, up the problem, yes. The Has problem. anyone found one yet, axions? Well, people haven't found the fundamental particle axion, but is very entertaining. It's become also a subject in condensed matter physics where people have discovered excitations in materials that obey the same equations as axions, of course, with different values of the parameters, and that's fun. But the main thing is people have not found the axion, but that's a verification of the theory because the, the theory tells you that they should be very hard to find. But not impossible. <laughs> and, and, uh, just like dark matter, you can't find it. <laughs> well, it is that the, in fact, it's not just like dark matter. It probably is the dark matter because it has just the right properties, including being very difficult to detect. It has gravitational influence, but its other interactions are very, very small. So how could anyone ever detect it? No. Well, I said the interactions are small, but they're not zero and you can work out what they are. The properties of the axion are very well constrained theoretically. It's a one-parameter theory. So <laughs> once, once you know the value of that parameter, then all the other properties follow. So that parameter determines the mass, determines its interactions with electrons, photons, gluons, everything else. So you have all the properties in front of you. That enables you to design detectors. And people have been working on this now for decades, and very actively, there's, there are dozens of groups around the world, powerful, well-funded experiments <laughs> that are working on this. And new ideas have arisen that look very promising. With more work, you can get enough sensitivity with clever new kinds of antennas and things like that to verify that the axions really are the dark matter, that mm. the stuff that makes the dark matter 
interacts exactly the way that axions are predicted to interact. You'd have the mass, you'd have the interactions. You'd open up all sorts of fields and we could do lots of things we can't do now. Well, it would open up a new chapter in astronomy, for sure. Actually, once you detect them, once you know the value of this parameter, then it becomes much easier. It's like you have a radio station, but you don't know the frequency. Once you know the frequency, you can tune in and f examine the message. So, yeah, so you'll be able to do things like monitor the way the dark matter is flowing, and that will tell you about how galaxies formed. You will be able to look in detail at what the interactions of the axion are, and that will tell you things about physics way beyond the standard model, new kinds of physics that arises at shorter distances. Well, it would be one of the pinnacles of science ever, I think it's fair to say, and it would also open up new doors. The man who named what could be dark matter, Dr Frank Wilczek, who won the Nobel Prize for Physics in 2004 and is now at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology.